as the end of the year approaches, I thought I'd bring in a Christmas theme. But of course, one with a nutritionally based message, as you would expect from this podcast. And what better way to do that than by unpacking Charles Dickens' classic, A Christmas Carol, as a medical case study in vitamin D deficiency. Listen on to learn more. Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol is a classic tale describing the life of the miserly Ebenezer Scrooge and how it was transformed after his encounter with the ghosts of Christmas past, present and future. Truly a joyous and heartwarming story. There is a dark side to this tale though, and that is the plight of the poor, stunted and crippled child, Tiny Tim. No relation to me. Tiny Tim was the son of Bob Cratchit, the good-wheeled but downtrodden employee of Scrooge. While only having a cameo in the book, Tiny Tim was described in vivid details as an ill and sickly child requiring a crutch and having his legs in iron braces. Exactly what Tiny Tim was suffering from has been hotly debated by medical experts who clearly have no life and nothing better to do with their time. And this debate has been going on since A Christmas Carol was published in 1843. Now, the mystery has finally been solved, and this was the subject of a review in a paediatrics journal, which I'll link to in the show notes. Tiny Tim's ill health was chronic, stunting his growth and suggesting something that persisted over his life. The first clue to solving the mystery of Tiny Tim's illness was that he lived in London during the early 1800s, which for the poor was crowded and plagued by blackened skies. Following the great fires of 1666, London regrew at a rapid rate, outstripping the supply of available wood, so coal became the major source of fuel. Between 1750 and 1830, the use of coal increased sixfold, fueling not only domestic use, but also ever-increasing industrial production. Adding to London's dark skies from the coal, soot and sulphur dioxide, there was a massive 1815 eruption of the Mount Tambora volcano in Indonesia, which added more UV-blocking particles into the Earth's atmosphere. All this pollution over London combined to filter out much of the sun's UV radiation. That's bad news for vitamin D synthesis in our body, as the sun is the source of over 80% of it, as vitamin D is only found in a limited range of foods, such as oily fish, eggs, and some fortified dairy foods. The diet of the working classes of London in the 1800s was scant in vitamin D-containing foods. Because of the black skies, Children in London in the early 1800s were at much greater risk of the vitamin D deficiency disease called rickets. In rickets, a child's growing bones fail to develop properly, resulting in soft and weakened bones, along with fractures, bone and muscle pain, as well as bone deformities. The cause of rickets remained a mystery until the 19th century. 
During the time of Charles Dickens, a contagious factor or something in the air known as a miasma was thought to be the cause. To protect children against this miasma, they were kept indoors and covered from head to toe with clothing. One of the worst possible things you could do for someone at risk of vitamin D deficiency. Compounding this, many children worked from dawn to dusk in home-based textile manufacturing and so were required to stay indoors. Poor Tiny Tim's vitamin D deficiency gave him the well-described bone deformities and would also have put him at higher risk of pneumonia, upper respiratory tract infections, and tuberculosis, all diseases that vitamin D helps to reduce the risk of. It is likely that Tiny Tim had a combination of rickets and very likely suffered from chronic tuberculosis. Could Ebenezer Scrooge have improved the life of Tiny Tim? Well, Bob Cratchit's salary was likely to have only afforded him buying a limited range of foods. A better diet containing fish, dairy products and vegetables would certainly have helped. The value of cod liver oil, one of the highest dietary sources of vitamin D, was not yet known as a cure for rickets at this time. This was only discovered some 25 years later when cod liver oil was used to cure rickets in lion cubs, of all things, in the London Zoological Gardens. Tiny Tim could also have benefited from trips outside of the city to the countryside to get more exposure to the sun. Sadly, A Christmas Carol fails to tell the reader what became of Tiny Tim and if he was ultimately cured. With more money coming to his family, their quality of life would have improved, giving Tiny Tim the best possible chance to beat his afflictions. Even today, though, vitamin D deficiency still looms as a serious public health issue, even in a country like Australia. A good diet and, importantly, plenty of activity outdoors are just as important today as they were in Charles Dickens' time. So that's it for today's show. You can find the show notes either in the app you're listening to this podcast on if it supports it, or else head over to my webpage at thinkingnutrition.com.au and click on the podcast section to find this episode to read the show notes. If you find this podcast of value, then please consider sharing it with your friends and colleagues, or maybe even leave a review. This all helps increase the ranking and reach of the podcast, which means a big win for credible, evidence-based nutrition messages while helping to dilute out the crazy and making the world a slightly less confusing place. I'm Tim Crow, and you've been listening to Thinking Nutrition. Thank you.